some kind of cop. I hate fucking DJs from up country always trying to sell their damn Canadian super weed in the states and shit. <laughs> Everybody, pile on into Mackie's Clubhouse. I'm Kevin. I'm Larry. And here we are talking about another episode of The Shield, <coughs> season five, episode nine is where we are. The episode's called Smoked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jenk, yeah. uh, were you were you combining The Shield with Letterkenny there? Just a smidgen. Yeah, the DJs from up north. I was like, no, they didn't say that on The Shield. <laughs> Never heard Vic say DJs from up country or anything. <laughs> You got to figure these, you know, they're talking about this Canadian super weed coming over the border. Like, that's yeah. got to be something that the DGENs are doing. Possibly the skids. Maybe even huh. Stewart himself. Weed so powerful that it'll allow you to steal, like, $100,000 away from somebody and not even know it. So, so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you mentioned Season 5, Episode 9. Uh, original air date, March 7th, 2006. Directed by Dean White, who directed, I think... The last episode, or maybe he was two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard that name very recently. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, two episodes ago, Man Inside. Wow, almost back to back. They got him on contract. Yeah. (laughs) They they wedged old DJ Caruso in there in between them just to – it's like a DJ Caruso sandwich. Oh, you know what? Why they may have been leaning hard on the Dean White is apparently right – I think a couple of weeks after this season aired – uh, Scott Brazil died. Really? Yeah. Like, um, he was, you know, he was the guy who directed the most episodes of this show. Like, he was the one who would show new people the ropes and shit, like how to direct an episode of this show. And, yeah, I guess he just died, like, shortly after this season. So I, I don't remember if he directed any this season or if he was sick that whole time. But, yeah, he was only, like, 50 years old and just dropped dead. That sucks. Yeah. Crazy. I always... I always envisioned Scott Brazil to be like 31. <laughs> yeah. Like even now, he's still it's a young happening life. name. Scott Brazil. Yeah, yeah, it's like a young kid name. Like you just, you know, just cutting your teeth. Like you, you're establishing yourself now. You're making your money and shit. I mean, that's yeah. what happens in real life. That didn't happen for me. I never made the money. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Me neither. Oh. <laughs> that ship has sailed. A. F, <laughs> as the kids would like to say. All yeah. right, so uh, who- uh, this one was written by a bunch of people. I got Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Kraft, Sarah Fain. They usually write together, and then Glenn Mazzara as well. He got thrown in there, so they must have whacked it up and each done parts. Hey, hey you guys mind? Uh, you guys, if we, uh, you guys mind if we throw uh, Glenn in with you this week? Like, oh my god fucking glenn whatever <laughs> dude i understand he's on a fucking contract it's not our fucking responsibility to fucking babysit him though but whatever yeah we'll take glenn I you can that- write the tina scenes yeah <laughs> oh, all right so uh this episode starts off lamb's in jail he got arrested you know by yeah horse uh, whitaker so lamb's in jail and Vic's orange and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So Vic and Becca Doyle Doyle come in to see um Um Everybody's oh, assets are frozen at this point, Jane. Yeah, that's shitty. Kavanaugh yeah. froze everyone's assets and everyone they're related to's assets pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he really got, overreaching. He got no money at all. 
He got no money. Yeah, and he set the bail at a hundred thousand, so they got to get a hundred thousand to get Lem out of here. And uh, Vic's like, I promise we will in twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> just looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money to come up with in twenty four hours. Yeah, it's so a mighty big promise. So he's on a million dollar bail or whatever. Is that how that works? Like, isn't it always ten percent? You pay ten percent on whatever your bond is, or I don't know how to fuck. Oh, maybe you've been, you've been arrested a few times. How's that work? <laughs> uh, I have not, so I. I oh. Don't <laughs> oh, we're not talking about your gang life again? No, no. Back off that. All right, never mind. Never mind. That never <laughs> happened. I was thinking of somebody else. <laughs> so, yeah, Vic needs 24 hours to get Lem out of jail, which, okay, good luck with that. So, <laughs> seems unlikely. Uh, Julian and Maria, they show up to some break in going on. And here, here we go. Maria fucks up again. Yep. Yeah. What happens here, Jank? Uh, so this guy's got a suspect down on the ground. He's like, I'm a cop, and she's not listening. She's just like, whatever. You you know, put your hands up and shit. And as soon as he does, the suspect runs away. <laughs> and uh, he starts yelling at Tina. And Julian shows up, and he's like, yeah, that's, you know, an undercover guy. You can tell he's got the fucking color of the day bandana on his arm, which yeah. seems like a giveaway. <laughs> to, if you were like a... Uh, if you got yeah. wise to this as a, as a criminal, you just be like, hey, look for anyone wearing a bandana on their arm. I hear you. Uh, yeah, it is like it is like a punch in the face. I am a cop. Like, even on yeah. the <laughs> they did the same thing. They had the color of the day. It would, you know, it came up occasionally. Not, not that often. But I always thought, like, you know, the criminals are also aware of this. So yeah. why, why is this guy wearing a different color bandana every day? Yeah, why are you tie a different bandana around your bicep every day? Today it's yellow. <laughs> yesterday was purple. I don't get it. What gang? Mm-hmm. The Roy G. Bibbs. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, that dude gets away. And, you know, once again, Maria fucked up. Yep, she's in the doghouse now. Yeah. Which, once again, like, you know... That cop could have just said, I can't let this guy go. Mm-hmm. You come get him, and then you can arrest me if that's what you want to do or whatever. And by that time, Julian would have been out there. Like, he gave up too early. It's almost like the undercover cop wanted Maria to get in trouble so he could go, whatever, man. Like, I'm just doing <laughs> what I was told by the policeman. Yep. I don't know. It, it seems shaky. Whatever. It was weird that she just let that other guy go. Like she was like, oh, yes! I'm get this guy." <laughs> like, but you can run. Yeah, go I shoot him in the leg or something. Do something. Yeah. I, I, you know, nowadays, yeah, they would have just killed everybody back there. And then <laughs> back then, yeah, you're not really supposed to shoot somebody in the back if they're unarmed. Yeah, well, if they run, what are you supposed to do? You're they're they just they're better than you. You either chase them down or you you coordinate cars or whatever, but you can't, <laughs> you can't shoot them in the back. I can't picture Tina pulling the uh, classic Mick Mackey, run him down and like uh, tackle him move. Yeah, hip check or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't see that. Don't see that at all. Uh, let's see, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, where are we at? It says Forrest Whitaker and. Shane and Becca Doyle. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going the through house. the... Uh, two times house. Yeah, there are two times. And they're going through the whole scenario. What happened that night with Terry Crowley? 
And it's just, you know, fucking Forrest Whitaker is so douchey, man. God damn this fucking <laughs> He really is. Yeah. He's just the worst. Although, so, as we mentioned, he is supposed to be the good guy here. <laughs> yeah, he is not. He is not at all. He's like an anti-villain. Yeah. <laughs> we already did this before. Um, so Shane does his spiel or whatever. This is what happened. And then, like, he's like, all right. So then it's time for Vic to come in. And Vic's going over it. But then Forrest Whitaker's like, oh, hey, guess what? Like, here's Terry's brother. Yeah. It was so weird. Surprise. Yeah. And Becca's like, you can't do that. That's bullshit. <laughs> like, which, yeah, seems seems accurate. Like, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, it does sound quite illegal. Like, they were acting like that guy was just a cop that was there, you know, helping Kavanaugh. Yeah. But, no, it's actually Terry's brother. And uh, it was kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, Vic never, you know, came over to our family to talk to us at all at the funeral. It's like, ooh, that is kind of suspicious. Yeah. I think he I said he played that better. What? Don't they? He didn't they didn't uh, Forrest Whitaker say to Vic, like when he was saying who this was, saying like he used to be a cop and he had to retire because he just couldn't deal with the emotional strain of it anymore. It's Terry's brother. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, he does say that, yeah. So, I don't know, and then he's all like, what, what, you better not have done it, what, 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 and it it was (laughs) terrible, he was awful, too, that guy was terrible, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Vic's like, what the fuck is happening right now, and Becca Doyle's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, it was weird. But he's like, he's like, if you did it, I'm gonna fucking kill you myself, and shit like that. So it's like, yep, yeah, this is why you don't have a family member there for this whole thing. No, you don't. That you can't prove. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. And did, nobody lives there still? Yeah, there? that was weird. Two years ago? Nobody's still Unless late. they just made him step out. I know, but there, was, there wasn't even really <laughs> no furniture anything in there. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. It don't matter. Maybe they couldn't sell it. But uh, this is where we get the theme song after, uh, you know, Terry's brother starts wailing on Vic. Seven minutes, 35 seconds, Jake. Nice. Average. Yep. That's a good one. So, Vic and Ronnie and Shane are driving around. Mm-hmm. And they're talking, and Vic, or Forrest Whitaker, knew stuff. Like, they're like, he knew things about, like, Shane and Army, and they think Lem gave up info. Yeah, Ronnie is kind of floating that theory out, but they're like, no, no, it wouldn't be him. And they're kind of running through everybody. It could be like, did Army tell him or fucking Captain Rawlings? But like, no, she didn't know this stuff. So they kind of realize it's probably Antoine. Yeah, but it probably, but they're like, yeah, but then probably not. Like, because they're like, he's already in jail for two cop killings. Like, what the fuck could they offer him? He'll, mm-hmm. He's not getting out. So like, I doubt it's him either. So like, yeah, they're they're kind of. They're stumped right now. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Dutch finds a body in a dumpster. There's a whole thing there. Yeah. They ask him when his partner's coming back. He's like, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Turns out it's not a couple of weeks. She'll be back right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Vic goes home. Corinne tells him just to get the fuck out of there. Her, her <laughs> money's frozen. Yeah, well, she's she's trying to act semi reasonable, but then Cassidy comes out and she's just like, "Yeah, Dad, you shouldn't fucking go." <laughs> like, Bob's been crying all day. It's better if you just leave right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Poor guy, cut off from his own family by Kavanaugh and his asset freezing. Um, the the undercover cop who was wearing the color today comes into the station. And he's bitching to Billings that he wants Maria fired. Basically, he doesn't say fire that bitch or whatever, but I think <laughs> Billings is like, "What do you want me Pretty to do?" Much fire her? And he's kind of like shrugs his shoulders, like, "Well, you know, what else are you gonna do?" But Danny's like, "Yeah, you should fire her. She sucks." <laughs> But Billings is like, she's a Latina woman. You can't fire them. <laughs> a bunch of hoops. <laughs> Here we go, Jake. This, this is... I hate this part of the fucking episode. <laughs> Jake is poking around for, like, cases that are need-solving yeah. where there might be a big wad of money somehow involved somewhere. And it's so <laughs> stupid, man. Yeah, it's his day off, and he's just there looking for something to do. Like, hey, what do we got today? Like, yeah. That's fucking suspicious. Anybody got any cases where it might be just a big bag of money or something that needs <laughs> looked after? If you happen to see, like, anyone with, like, a bag with a dollar sign on it, <laughs> send them my way. <laughs> huh. Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird, man. Come on. Yeah, that's that's pretty weak. But luckily, he goes to Billings, and Billings is too stupid to realize anything. I hear you. (laughs) I know, but he does it later on with somebody else. We'll get to it. Um, uh, Antoine Mitchell sends a biatch in (laughs) to tell Vic that you know Antoine wants a wants a meat. Yeah. But I basically like, hey, he's going to kill your boy Curtis unless you fucking do what he wants you to do. Vic's like, fuck that, I ain't going. Um, Alright, so here we go with, uh, we got, we got uh, like, Maria in the locker room getting dressed photos. Or float yeah, photos. somebody I, left I, them on Dutch's chair. Yeah, they were on Dutch's chair or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Maria He's in like, the Ooh. locker room, and uh, she's just got like, I think just bra and jeans on. Yeah, like she's kind of changing. Yeah. So, By the way, I like the no jeans. Full nudity. Yeah. It's nice. That is a good look. As long as you're not disgusted. Um, <laughs> so at this point, we get Claudette. She comes back to work. And it's odd because she, she kind of <laughs> catches him looking at them. Maybe she doesn't, but it's real close. Yeah, she doesn't see what he's looking at. He closes it right away. But she's like, oh, what you got there? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> it's like a kid trying to hide his porn magazines under the bed. Yeah. So yeah, she comes back to work, and I don't, I don't know. Do they talk about anything, or does she like what? What are we working on? Like, it, it, yeah, she's way into it. She wants to get back to work, but uh, she's walking with a cane. I think they mentioned that she got like a new hip and like a new knee and stuff like that. So uh, apparently, she broke a lot of stuff. Really? Yeah. There was just like a quick line about that. <laughs> Oh, see, I missed it. Like, she's been out. She's been gone so long, they replaced a hip and a knee? That seems <laughs> like a year-long type of fucking healing process. Yeah, apparently not. She's like, I can heal better at my desk. <laughs> like, all right. Hey, right. <laughs> um, Vic confronts Forrest Whitaker in the break room about, like, how the fuck are you going to set Lem up at jail like that? You're going to serve him up to Antoine Mitchell? You don't have the stomach for that. He's like, I, I never used to. I didn't to. used to, yeah. <laughs> I never used He's to. He's been pushed over the line. 
Yeah, but Vic's like, you're you're full of shit. You ain't doing none of that. And he kind of leaves. Like Vic thinks he's lying. Yeah, he's not but lying. He won't go through it with it, but he will. He totally will. Oh, he'll he'll go through with anything. Oh, he'll go through <laughs> a lot of things soon. <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah, oh <laughs> the gamut of emotions. That's is for that sure. this episode or is that the? No, next that's episode? next episode. Oh my yeah. god. Episode <laughs> 10 uh, is one of the most intense and greatest episodes of TV ever. It really is. It's so fucking great. All right, so... Uh, at every level. Where are we at? Uh, we find out that the um, the guy from the dumpster was running weed, the good Canadian Kush or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on. So Claudette and Dutch are looking into this thing. Uh, Dutch goes to Maria and tells her, "Hey, listen, uh, I, f- I found the, I got these photos." Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's been passing these around. She's yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't take them. They just ended up in my hands, and I'm gonna, I'll look into it for you. Yeah, he's trying to play the hero, like, oh yeah, like, see, I'm looking out for you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. We're not all Neanderthals, but then, then it kind of ends awkwardly, where it's like, I should probably keep these pictures. For evidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. going to bang her, you know. <laughs> um, Aceveda rolls in, and he tells Forrest Whitaker that, like, hey, I- I'm resigning, so fuck you and your pension and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't take my badge because I already gave it up. Fuck you. And then on top of that, I'm launching an investigation into your investigation. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do. <laughs> it's a nuclear arms race of investigations. Um, well, Forrest Whitaker tells Aceveda, like, hey, Vic's going to need a powerful friend right now. I thought, you know, I thought we were doing this together or whatever. You know, he, he gets all chummy back up with him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is my plan. I'll have him, you know, get him all scared. He'll run to you, and then we can cooperate to take him down. So now we got Vic. He's like, hey, Dutch, you got some case where some guy's bringing the best weed ever <laughs> into the country? I'll take that one. Dutch is like. Well, he doesn't. Right? Technically, he doesn't volunteer. Dutch comes to him. So this one's a little more acceptable because Dutch is like, hey, you guys run the drug angle. Do you know anything about this Canadian super weed? And he's like, uh, like he's kind of acting like he's not interested. And then he just kind of eventually says, well, you know, you and Claudette aren't up to full speed yet, so uh, I'll help you out. Yeah. So it's a little bit more smooth. I I hear you. I hear you. Not silky smooth, but semi-smooth. So, the strike team, first place they go? Where do they go, Jank? Um, they go to see... Oh, Halpern. Yeah, they go to go see Halpern, man. I love yeah. that. That guy's Me awesome. too. That's great that he came back. Yeah. He's not in it a ton, though. No. <laughs> he is kind of de facto running the one-niners for Antoine while he's in jail. Yeah. Um, but he, he he's... Doesn't seem like things are going so great. <laughs> like he's just hanging out with a bunch of kids. Like all the old guys kind of quit on him and stuff like that. So it doesn't seem like it's going so good. And Antoine's not happy either because he makes comment to somebody about, "Oh, that whiny bitch." <laughs> yeah. What the fuck he's doing or something like that. That old. Yeah, guy. I think that's the next episode where he kind of talks shit about him. 
Yeah. So we, we so we, you know, we know at least that, you know, Antoine also on the inside, not happy with what's going on, on the outside. But anyways, they go to see him and he says something about you got to go see Dijon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dijon. You like not Dijon? Uh, no. I'm, yeah, I'm I don't not either. a huge favorite now. You like mustard, like yellow? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yellow. But like, like if you make a sandwich, would you put mustard on it? Um, most sandwiches, I would say yes. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Like when you go to Subway, do you get mustard? Like, oh, I'll have mustard. Yeah, usually either that or mayonnaise. You know, if I'm getting a BLT, maybe I'll get the the mayonnaise. Oh but... yeah, I like mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's our mustard talk. Welcome to talking mustard. Um, <laughs> Damn, Shaq's gonna be pissed. We stole his bits. Yeah, but yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, Dave can take his uh, spicy brown mustard and stick it because that stuff can kiss my ass. Agreed. Like, <laughs> Not Dijon's, good. And all that that like horseradishy mustard is disgusto. I agree. Yeah, yellow mustard. Yeah, yeah kiss my ass. That's all. Fuck to the yes. What? Okay, so if you let me ask you this, uh, if you go to <laughs> Say a baseball game or a or a convenience store, and you get a plain ass hot dog, hot dog on a bun. You're at a cookout. Hey, Jen, come over. We're having a cookout. I'm making hot dogs. What do you put on it as far as condiment goes? Um, I would probably just go some mustard and some relish. Okay, yellow mustard. That situation, yeah, yellow mustard. All right. What about you? I I, I usually go. Ketchup mustard, but I, I hear that like that's what little that is cheese. frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. It's so good though. I don't know. It's just like taboo for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Always been taboo. But... <clears throat> All right. Anyways, <laughs> we're back to the shield now, Jank. No more, no more hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> so where are we at here? Um, so Dutch corners this guy in the bathroom. He's kind of like, hey. Those are some sweet pictures you gave me and shit like that. And the guy's like, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, did you take them? And he's like, no, I found them on Billings' desk and then just kind of passed them around. And he's like, well, the way you, like, stare at Tina all day, like, I had to share it with you. I would just be cruel not to. Yeah. That's... So everybody fucking knows what a fucking simp Dutch is. Oh, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I've, I've seen so many people use that word on Twitter, and I don't know what simp means. Oh, that's just like simps are like the people who, you know, you've got like those gamer girls on Twitch who just like wear low cut shit. And they'll have these guys who just spend tons of money throwing, in, you know, tons of money their way and just kissing their ass all day. Like those are simps. <laughs> oh, so is that short for like a simpleton? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I guess kind of that's part of it. But basically, yeah, you're just you're letting these women take advantage of you for not a whole lot in return. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I'm getting to that age where I'm not with the lingo as much anymore. So sometimes I can read a tweet and have no idea what somebody's talking about. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like you're the worst with those, like, uh, you know, the character limit. It's just like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> I hear you. But I know, I'm, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I read something on Twitter from somebody and I was like, I, I don't know what you just said, lady. I don't understand <laughs> your terminology and these fucking, all these words you guys are using. And 
I don't know. I'm getting to that age. What are you going to do? I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> You're special, man. You reached out. You touched my heart. You touched brother heart. Uh, <laughs> Jersey represent. <laughs> Jane, uh, we got to do Jane Silent Bob at some point. Oh, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> that is a great movie. Yeah. My God, is that one of the best? All right, so uh, where are we at? Here? Uh, so then Corinne comes in to see Kavanaugh, and she's kind of bitching him out, like, "Hey, I need my money. Like, unfreeze my assets, please." And he's just like, "No, I'm building a wall. I've set up this elaborate trap for Vic Mackey so that he has to get money for bail, and then he he doesn't have it, so he'll have to do something, and then I'll catch him." But he does nothing about that, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> and two, he's like, uh, "You want some money?" Go go ask Vic to confess. Yeah. Get your money. Yeah, he is not wavering at all. Okay, so. so then Danny and Julian go to Billings. They're all talking about Tina. Oh. And they're both in agreement. Like, hey, we got to get rid of Tina. And Billings is like, all right, I'll do it. Since you guys convinced me. So uh, let's fire Tina. <laughs> Yeah. And then immediately Dutch shows up and is like, hey, what's with these pictures of Tina that you you know had on your desk and shit? And he's like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> he's like, what, you stole those off my desk? <laughs> Which is, it, that is fucked up, man. You don't go into your boss's office. I don't care how much you hate your boss. <laughs> That's true, but it, it wasn't Dutch that who took them. No, it wasn't, but I'm just saying somebody did. Somebody yeah. thought so little of Billings that, like, fuck him, I'm taking these photos. <laughs> <laughs> and then Billings is all like, "Well, I put I put cameras in there because somebody keeps stealing my out of my vending machines." <laughs> Back to them goddamn vending machines again, man. <laughs> yep. 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 He, I told you that's a that's an ongoing thing. Uh, it's only gonna get more intense as it goes. <laughs> Not even intense, just more uh more a bigger plot point. I feel like. I got Claudette confronts Danny. Um, I don't remember that happening at all. <laughs> that uh, confronts Danny. Oh, Corinne bitches out Danny. She oh, okay. Yeah, that was my fault. I usually write out Corinne and just put C for Claudette, but I fucked up. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, hey, you think he's going to take care of that baby? And she's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and uh, they have some good lines where she just kind of rips into Danny and, you know. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's her moral of the story is you're a stupid whore. Yeah. Is that... It, 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 well, we don't know. Is that Vic's <laughs> Um, We definitely don't know yet. Um, yeah, but you know because you've watched this <laughs> show like seven times. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. God damn it, Jake. I would say I, uh, tune in next week. <laughs> and I feel like there's going to be an important revelation. Oh, no. <laughs> Next week's gonna suck, ain't it? Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Good God, I thought <laughs> I thought we were gonna get that on Wednesday's episode. I thought that was the episode. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyways, we'll talk about we'll talk about that on Wednesday, Jake. Yep. So, the strike team heads over to Dijon's house, and they're cutting a deal with them. They're like. You know, we'll cut you a deal and all this shit, but we need a hundred thousand dollars right up front. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Man. 
Well, uh, Ronnie and Shane aren't even supposed to be doing it. They're on their day off, too, so they're supposed to not even be anywhere. But, you know, they're they're kind of working this off the clock. How are you going to get fired on your day off? <laughs> Friday. You ain't got shit to do. You ever see Friday? Uh, no. Huh. Missing out, Jake. All right, so uh, Lem calls Vic and Becca Doyle. Doyle. Vic tells them Len's getting shipped to Longpoak. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that choice to tell him here. Like, that, that seems like it's going to ruin the rest of his day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you never want to hear that. Because that's, uh, that's where Antoine Mitchell is at, at Longpoak. Yeah. Antoine and who knows how many of his people and... That's not gonna be. That's not gonna end well. So maybe you don't tell them until you've got something worked out. <laughs> um, Dijon tells him about Jaden Reed or JD. Yeah, I think it was James Reed. and he probably is the guy that shot the dude in the in the dumpster. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So then Shane and Ronnie they're going around trying to find this Jaden Reed. Uh, but meanwhile, at the station, Dutch and Claude are kind of coming to that same conclusion. Um, they kind of re- realized it was the stepson as well. So, oh, God. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're they're racing. Like, Well, Dutch and Claude are not racing. They're headed there. But Shane and Ronnie are trying to get there and get out before Dutch and Claude show up. Yeah. Because they think the money's there. Yeah, they think this kid's got, you know, I think it was 250000 So they were going to take a hundred, and, you know, Dijon would get the other 150 back, I guess. So that's, uh, it was a good deal for him, I suppose. So Shane and Ronnie break into the fucking apartment, middle of yeah. the day. I wonder what would have, like, how would this have gone if the dude wasn't just passed out? I know! Like, what do you do then? Just, you have to kill him? I mean, doesn't that open up a whole huge investigation? That Dutch and Claudette will be on your ass forever? Yeah. And then on top of that, like, didn't they come through the window? Yeah. Yeah. At at that point, too, like, that guy's justified in shooting you. Like, what if that guy just shot Shane as he came through the window? Like, how do you explain that? Like, oh, we had we we had intel on this guy. Well, why were you coming through the window? And like, oh. <laughs> on your day off. Why were yeah. you even working? <laughs> on your day off. On your <laughs> fired on your day off. Yeah. You wanted that super weed, huh? <laughs> yeah, that super weed. So they Pretty break in. It, like, it's just so absurd at times on this show. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. It's fun. It is fun. That's what, you know, like, yeah, you realize it's, it's entertaining. This is a suspension of disbelief kind of <laughs> uh, cop show. Yeah, absolutely. It's not The Wire where it's literally like <laughs> very procedural eight episodes of just two guys trying to figure things out on paper. It's boring as fuck. Fuck The Wire. But anyways, um. Not this show. The Shield, they'll do whatever. No, there's action here. Yeah, there's action. So, uh, so they're they're they, looking for this money. They don't know where it is. And then they see that the guy is in this other room, passed out, and he's passed out right on top of the money. He's hugging it like a little baby. Yeah, it's in a duffel bag or something. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the so other. 
I mean, listen, man. I, I've tried marijuana once or twice. <laughs> I've never had any sort that was so powerful that I was unconscious. <laughs> I'm not saying I've never fallen asleep, but I'm going to wake up if you're grabbing my quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this that's super weed. I understand. I don't know what super weed is. I don't know if that <laughs> yeah, means I don't know. mixed with you know fucking heroin or some shit. Like, okay, maybe. Like, it does kind of seem like it defeats the purpose at a certain point. This yeah. weed is so good that you're just going to immediately pass the fuck out. What's the point? Yeah. You're not getting the fun of any kind of high. You're just fucking asleep. Now, if you needed to fall asleep, if you're one of those people, like, I can't sleep, yeah. he's up, great. Then it makes sense. But if you want to watch Willy Wonka, like, there's no point in getting that, man. Oh. <laughs> You'll be out before <laughs> you see Charlie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so where are we at here? So they, so Claudette and Dutch show up yep. as, as Shane and Ronnie get out just in time or whatever. And they arrest the guy, but they're like, hmm, something seems weird. Yeah. Luckily Vic is the one going to check the back and, you know, clear the back, be sure no one's back there. And he sees Shane basically on his way out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very close. Yeah. So... The strike team then want to go. They go and talk to Smitty, our safe cracking buddy from yeah, seasons. Yeah, so they they want him to go in, pay Lem's bail. Yep, we'll give you the money, and then you pay his bail, and then when he shows up in court, then you'll get all this money. You'll get to keep that hundred grand. And he's like. I don't even know Lem's first name. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, he, he don't, he's like, what? And then like Lem's like, who? But like that, <laughs> that's the thing they're, they're working on is like, they're going to give uh Smitty the money. He's going to front the bail that way. His, his successful safe cracking business or whatever he does, alarm installs. I don't know what he's really doing as a legit business. Yeah, I think he actually is doing alarm installs. Remember last season when he they're uh, working on the lie detector thing? They uh, they or no, I think maybe it was before then when he when they had him crack in Acevedo's safe. They were like, we'll give you all these names and addresses of people who've been robbed lately, so that they would be easy marks for this security system. Ah, uh, okay. But I think he is selling it to people you know who he already knows are uh, are are in the market. <laughs> because they're like, and, if Kavanaugh wants to know. Um, if Kavanaugh wants to know where you got this money, well, you're, you're having a great year or whatever. It doesn't look fishy mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I think he's got to basically, you know, come up with some new, uh, probably fake receipts basically to come up for that hundred grand. That's, you know, that would, so the paper trail works. So Vic tells Becca, he found the bail money. You know, yeah. hey, uh, I got that. Oh, yeah, just called in a favor and some guy came through with it. Yeah. Seems likely. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's worried about the strike team turning on each other. And yeah, she's like, that's what a good lawyer would tell you to do is, like, you guys all, you know, look out for yourselves and turn on each other. But and Vic, Vic tells her, listen, no matter what happens, take care of Lem. Yeah. Even if it fucks me over, make sure Lem's safe. He says something here that's really very noble of him, where he's like, if you can 
if you can make a deal where I switch places with Lem, like just me, I'll go to prison instead of Lem. Not the team, but you know, just me and Lem switch. You do it. Which I, does she just not take that to Kavanaugh? Because I feel like he would take that in a second. He would absolutely take that. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want Lem. He very much wants Vic Mackey. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he's just using Lem. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she must not have mentioned it. Like. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, she didn't want him to go to jail. Right. She's um, like, maybe I should, be, I should be a better friend to you right now than a lawyer. But he's like, no, no, you're a lawyer still. Yeah. I'm going to finger you at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> Not quite yet. Um, <laughs> Not just yet. They proposition Maria saying like, hey, if you forget about the pictures we took, I'll let you, like, train to be a detective under Dutch's tutelage. Yeah. And she's like, um... Also, I keep my mouth shut and I go up the ladder, huh? Yeah. She's like, all right. That's how the world (laughs) works for real, Jake. Yeah. It's not about how good you are. It's how many blowjobs can you give? (laughs) How good do you look in your underpants? Yes. The answer is all the blowjobs, by the way. Um, (laughs) Lim gets bailed out. Uh, yeah, and they're going out drinking, except Vic's not there. Yeah, because Vic goes over to Aceveda's house, talking about Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Kavanaugh's plan's working. Vic did run over to Aceveda. And uh, so you're like, he kind of presents it to Aceveda like, hey, if I go down, like, I'm taking you with me. I will yeah. scorch the earth and fucking, you know, I will drag you into everything we've ever been a part of. So you can't let me go down or else you were coming with me. Yeah, yeah, he does say that. He's like, yeah, if, if I'm such a dirty cop or whatever, you were involved with every single thing I did here. You know? Yeah, and I'll make sure everyone knows it. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it is kind of one of those things where it's like, well, we know Acevedo is working with Kavanaugh, but is this a better deal for him? Because <laughs> obviously that is going to happen. Like, I have no doubt that Vic Mackey will follow through on this. He has no love for Aceveda. And we'll gladly take him down, too. So it is kind of like, oh, well, what is Aceveda going to do here? Which side is he going to take? You know what I just thought of, though, is, like, when he goes over to Aceveda, it's like, does Aceveda live alone? I didn't notice, like, not not that the wife would have to be there, but it didn't seem like he was living in, like, an apartment type. Um, in the house? I can't even remember. Yeah, I think no, they're still married, I believe. Yeah, uh, I, thought, yeah I don't remember. They kind of worked everything out after the whole come-tum thing. Well, I need her. I need her in my life. <laughs> I'm assuming they're just sleeping. It's probably late at night, you know? Yeah. He's up doing his work, whatever that is <laughs> nowadays. So, like you were saying, like, you know, Vic was like, well, I'll take everybody down. And then Osveda's like, uh, well, what's your plan? Yeah. And that's kind of so what it's we hard can. to tell if he's working him or if he's actually going to go along with this. Yeah, I know. He also doesn't like Kavanaugh. Like, Osvaldo hates both of these guys. It's so which a, one is he going to work standoff. with? Like, all three of them just standing there, like, each has a gun in their hand and they're pointing it at the other dude. Yep. It's like that. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with um, yep. Where, uh, Dwight and Andy and uh, Michael? Yeah, is that the one where they're doing the reenactment? 
You know what I'm talking about? Like they're playing that game where they're like, uh, it's kind of like Clue. I can't remember what it's called. It's yes. Like, oh, it is that one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I like that episode. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. I do like that. <laughs> All right. And that's where we end, Jank. Yeah. Cliffhanger yeah. of sorts. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten. It's solid, but there's some real stupid shit in this one. <laughs> there really was. But there's some. Um, really- great shit in here too so you know you gotta it outweighs the dumb yeah i agree that's that's a very fitting score and a fitting sum up of this episode yeah um, super weed with notwithstanding all right let's do some uh, some best quotes of the episode um well right here at the end uh when Osavita tells vic I'm an ele- I'm an element in Kavanaugh's investigation. The price I pay for having been your boss. <laughs> like I don't know. I thought it was a good line. Like the way he delivers, it's good. Yep. Um. Let's see. When Corinne is talking to uh, Danny and going off on her, and Danny's just like, he made that vow, not me. And uh, Corinne's like, which makes him a cheat. That makes you a whore and the baby. You're both having a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that, Danny. Hey, hey, hey. She just dropped a bomb on you. Dropped a bomb on me. Um, <laughs> Smitty, why you guys always come to me with this shit? Vic, you're the last honest guy we know. Yeah, <laughs> that one as well. That's real good. He's not honest <laughs> enough. Nope. <laughs> But for their purposes, he's that's all they got. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It is nice. I wish I wish we ever got like an origin story of how they knew Schmitty in the first yeah. place. Yeah, like that would have been nice. So it is Schmitty, not Smitty. I don't know. I feel like I heard both in this episode. So yeah, it's hard to say. All right, <laughs> might just be Smitty. Uh, let's see. Um, I like when uh. When Vic is talking to that uh, that, that chick that uh, Antoine sent over, you know, Antoine's lady, and uh, he's like, even Kavanaugh, even a douchebag like Kavanaugh wouldn't jump into bed with Antoine Mitchell. Who knows what kind of diseases you'd get? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To this woman who is bawling Kavanaugh, or, uh, Antoine Mitchell currently. At one point he refers to her as Antoine's breezy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a breezy is. I'm assuming that's like shorty. As we discussed last yeah, week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess so. Even in those six, though, Jank, 15 years ago, I, sh- I should have still been in the mix. Yeah. And it wasn't. Nope. <laughs> it's never cool. Uh, when Dutch uh, shows up at, at the beginning of the episode, he sees that guy shot, and he's like, talk about a dump job. <laughs> you know, because he's in a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was good, though. Um, oh, I like when Vic is uh, talking to Dutch about the case, and uh, he's volunteering to help Dutch and Claudette out on this one. He's like, well, seeing as how you, you're in Claude's, yours and Claudette's wonder twin powers haven't fully activated yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like me a good comic book reference. You wouldn't think Vic Mackey would be the one making them, but. Who's Gleek? <laughs> the monkey? Yeah. Yeah, who, who, who is that in the, uh, in the, in the uh, building? um that's a good question billings i guess (laughs) yeah probably billings yeah yeah 
he can just kind of help out. Like they couldn't quite touch hands, so he puts his tail in between them and makes a connection. <laughs> uh, I don't have any other quotes. Uh, let's see. Uh, like when the the guy in the bathroom, the other cop says, "The way you," or or Dutch is like, "Thanks for sharing them with me." And the guy's like, "The way the way you stare at that chick, it would have been cruel not to." Yeah. It's like, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hey, nobody ever accused Dutch of not being creepy. Yep. <laughs> but it's justified. Tina's pretty hot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, we already talked about you don't have the stomach to serve them up to Antoine, and I didn't used to. Um, oh, and they're, they're talking to Dijon, and she's like, hey, does your wife know where where your stepson is? And he's like, she's got no clue. And Vic's like, oh, yeah, you never know. Blood is thicker than bong water. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got. Oh, except for Ronnie, when uh, when Len gets out of prison, he's like, looks like your hymen's still intact. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie's getting good, man. He is. Too bad it took five seasons, but... <laughs> it's going to be important that he be good <laughs> in the future. Because we're going to be seeing more of him. By default. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. Uh, well, I got two. All right. One of them is Smitty. Yes, Smitty. Yes. And the other one's another, you know, uh, callback favorite of ours, Halpern. I want yeah. both of you guys. That's a good call. I like both of them. Yeah. Good to see them back again. Hell yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. I agree. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to someone who, as you mentioned, is terrible. But Christopher May as Drew Crowley, um, Terry's brother, I thought they did a good job of getting somebody who looks like that actor. <laughs> like, he looks like Terry. <laughs> he and looks like he could be somebody's brother. Like, no, they had similar-looking faces, so it's like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah, he did look, the resemblance was yeah. there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. The acting, maybe not so good, but... <laughs> they did a good job. He's just so, like, he he's chewing some scenery up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he sure is. He's going for it. Um, all right, let's, <laughs> let's do the other uh, MVP award. Um, well, I went with Maria for those pictures of her in the logger room. <laughs> nice. Dude, come on. <laughs> I looked. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I definitely looked. That's very fair. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I went with Vic just because I didn't really know what else to do. Like, he, he was pretty solid throughout. Nobody yeah. else really stood out as being particularly phenomenal, but he was at least kind of working the angles and doing his normal big thing. So uh, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, yeah, for sure. He was definitely good. Yeah. All right, let's do the, uh, the Vendrell Cup for the biggest fuck-up. Well, I went with, you know, Billings for putting that camera in the locker room to begin with. Like, yeah. now you're in a position where you got to kind of promote somebody over it. Yeah, somebody you were supposed fire. to be firing. Yeah. But now you have to promote her because you fucking did this stupid idea of putting this camera in the locker room, which you know is a bad thing. 
And, like, Dutch even said, like, why don't you just put the camera by the machine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, people would see it out there. It's like, Jesus Christ. Those fucking vending machines. <laughs> yeah, Billing's not the smartest. No. Um, I had uh, here's I had some smaller ones, and then I'll tell you my winner because it kind of bleeds into the next category. Um, Tina, obviously, she fucked up at the beginning with the whole color of the day shit. Um, like you mentioned, Billings, of course, for the whole camera in the locker room. Obviously, yeah. not a good idea. Um, but then my winner, I'm giving it to Kavanaugh. <laughs> and that leads us to our next award, the Dumpy Award for the worst part of the episode. Which, for me, was the fact that Kavanaugh sets all this up. I'm going to set this high bail and freeze all their assets so that they can't, you know, bail them out. They'll have, the only way that they'll be able to bail them out is if they do something crooked. So I'm going to do all this and then not surveil them at all. Not have anyone <laughs> follow them. Not look into what they're doing whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you that's... set the trap, but you forgot to actually, like... Like, put the thing back. Like, you put the cheese on the mousetrap, but you didn't pull the, the thing back and actually set it to spring. Ah, uh, not more rat traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, he did Yeah, he did go through this whole elaborate thing and then just kind of like, well, I mean, they'll probably just forget about it. They'll just go home. Yeah. It's like you were so close. You just didn't even try. Yeah. Like, it would have been one thing if they had to kind of duck, like, duck and dodge their tail the whole time. Like, oh, these guys are trying to follow us. But they didn't even do that. Like, nope. Mm-mm. Nobody's watching them. <laughs> you had one job. You know they need the money. Just watch them. Yep. They didn't do it. <laughs> uh, what did you have for the dumpy? Uh, I just went with that whole aspect of, like, Vic just like, hey, uh, anybody got a case where they might have $100,000 involved? (laughs) So, I'm your guy to help. (laughs) I just thought that whole angle was just dumb, like, breaking into that guy's house. It was just stupid to me. I got a drug case over here. Oh, oh, yeah? Yeah, like, uh, is there any money involved? No? Oh, forget it. No, just (laughs) my day off. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, no thanks. I'm not interested. (laughs) I'm just here... (laughs) Just, you know, those bunch of people got killed, and we're trying to figure out who did that before they kill again. Nah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so I went I'm washing that. my hair. IAB <laughs> is looking into you all fucking season. He has an office right above where you're begging people to, like, hey, anybody got a drug case here or anything? And like, hey, Vic, why are you so interested in that, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, any of your uh, suspects, uh, like, debit cards fall out of their pocket or anything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I went to pass anything. On the back. Where's Billings' couch? I need to check it for change in the cushions. Uh, yeah, it was just hokey to me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There was, uh, that's, that's a stretch right there. All right. Well, we just have one more thing to do. We got some casting to do here. Who would they be if they weren't on the shield? (laughs) That's the sound of success. Um, Let's do Kavanaugh. Mm. 
Kavanaugh here, and then we'll do Danny and Julian next episode. All right. Well, I'm so glad we're at the end of these fucking cartoons. Uh, well, the first one I have, and you kind of set it up for me in this episode, talking about um, this whole elaborate ruse with uh, Force Whitaker and all that kind of shit. I went with Wiley E. Coyote. I have this too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's great. I think it was our first crossover on the cartoon. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the first one I wrote down was, I was like, well, he's always like, he's always trying to all these fucking elaborate schemes and shit, but they never pan out. Vix the Roadrunner, he just beep beeps right past him and shit. <laughs> yep. So he's definitely. He's so obsessed, just like the coyote, just like. Yep. <laughs> he has nothing else to do in life but try to get this fucking Roadrunner. <clears throat> what Kavanaugh's doing all season long. Poor little Roadrunner never bothered anyone. <laughs> uh, you got any other ones for Forrest Whitaker? Uh, I had a couple. None were nearly as good as that yeah. one. I, think, uh, <laughs> um, I had Chef from South Park. Oh, see, I, I have one similar. <laughs> Hello there, children. Uh, I don't have Chef. I got Fat Albert. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess less Fat Albert as the season went on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just slightly Husky Albert. Yeah, yeah. Husky Albert, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um. Um, I also had Garfield. <laughs> Why Garfield? I don't know. He just looks like Garfield to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Garfield, he's just kind of round and... <laughs> yeah. Garfield's eyes like never fully them. open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh i got i got uh mrs chokes on dick <laughs> you know because of that one eye yeah yeah <laughs> that's so good so i like it yeah um okay. the only other one i had was uh I, I, this is cheating but i went with saw guerrera from star wars the clone wars because that, that was the character he ended up playing in, uh, you know, Rogue One. Oh, so he's oh he's in the cartoon too. Yeah, I think that character is. I don't think he was the voice of it there, but oh, obviously, if you played him in in real life, why not? Do you, do you watch that? No, I never did. <laughs> it just seems like a lot. Yeah, there is a lot. And like the cartoon aspect, kind of sucks away a lot of my. <laughs> caring it seems like yeah i, I hear you yeah yeah i got nobody else for forrest whitaker cartoon wise okay so. <laughs> hey everybody i've seen my balls are big and salty brown <laughs> <laughs> i used to love jeff he was so good on that show Hello there, children. Lagnus <laughs> <laughs> Monster one, two fitting. Fitting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need about three fitting. <laughs> gave him a dollar. She gave him a dollar. Well, no wonder he came back. You give him a dollar. You got more money. Was, uh, that, that show has, South Park does have its moments. I don't know what it's like nowadays, but. They they did have some great stuff for a while. Yeah, they sure did. I haven't watched it in a while. I still yeah, watch. Yeah, I've fallen a little bit behind, but every once in a while I'll watch one and it's like, yeah, this is fucking good. 
Yeah. I'm going to need about 350. <laughs> <laughs> that episode's very good. No, I don't know if that, I don't remember what else is going on. Is that the succubus one? I don't remember, but either way, that that section is very good, where yes. Chef's parents are telling the story about the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I love it. It is so fucking... <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, I guess that's, uh, that's about it for this episode. Yep. Have you sent Lance Miller his prize yet? Oh, I have not yet, no. <laughs> okay. I'll get it to him. He only lives yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes from here. It'll only take... It'll take a day. <laughs> no thanks. You gonna go bring it to him in person? Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do all that. Oh. I've known Lance for oh my god, how old am I? Forty-eight. So I've I've known Lance probably like twenty twenty-three years. I've never been inside his house. Really? Nope. <laughs> that weird? well, that doesn't surprise me with you. It seems like that's a, a common occurrence. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I haven't. I've never been in your house either. So that is true. <laughs> All right. Very true. All right. Well, till Wednesday. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Hey, Mo. Your sister's ass really tastes as sweet as Alvarez here says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the corn muffin. <laughs> <laughs>